Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Hello, my friends. Welcome to Joyful Courage, a conscious parenting podcast where we tease apart the challenges and nuances of parenting through adolescence. I am your host, Casey O'Rourke, positive discipline trainer and adolescent lead at Sproutable, a company that represents not only the growth of children, but also the journey and evolution that we go through as parents. I am walking the path right next to you as I navigate the teen parenting with my own two kids here in the beautiful Pacific Northwest. Joyful Courage is all about grit, growth on the parenting journey, relationships that provide a sense of connection and meaning, and influential tools that support everyone in being their best selves. Today's show is a solo show. Listen for how grit shows up. Thank you for being here. We are over 1 million downloads and 300 plus episodes strong, and you have taken us to the top 1% of podcasts worldwide. I so appreciate you. Enjoy the show. Hey, everybody. Today in the solo show, I'm going to bring up something that you have heard me talk about before. And I am going to talk about it in a new way. Does that sound all right to all of you if I talk about something in a new and different way? In prior shows and with clients and in groups that I teach, I often invite parents to check their assumptions at the door. We make all sorts of guesses about what are other people, what our teens are thinking, feeling, and deciding. And we think we know what's going on. And then we act from that place of knowing. And I'm not saying that you don't know your kids. You do. However, lots of the time, we have limited information about what our teens are going through and the assumptions we are making are false, leading our teens to feel even more disconnected and misunderstood by us, their parents. So the solution here is to check in with them, right? Get curious, drop the assumption that you know, and listen to them, listen to understand and broaden your perspective. Remember the iceberg metaphor? I've talked about this a lot. The iceberg metaphor is basically the idea that the behavior you are seeing from your teen or tween is the tip of the iceberg. And it's a solution or a response to what's happening under the surface. Under the surface is where all the juicy, important information lives. This is where we are getting to when we get curious, when we stay open, when we listen to understand. It's the challenges that are happening under the surface, the misguided beliefs, perceptions, and issues that you may not know about, you probably don't know about, that are driving the behavior that's showing up with your teen, with your child. So if you are like, oh, I want to know more about that, you can get more information around the belief behind behavior 
um, in this little playlist that I made for you uh, to listen to on Spotify. It's the JCP Belief Behind Behavior Playlist. You can look in the show notes and there'll be a link to get you there. Or you can just search JCP Belief Behind Behavior on Spotify and it'll come up. But those are last spring, I did a whole series of podcasts around belief behind behavior. So I've captured them all on one playlist on Spotify for you if you wanna check that out. So yeah, so you've heard me speaking into assumptions as not being very useful on our parenting practice. But today I'm going to offer up a couple of assumptions that I think are useful. And I want you to try them on and see how they feel. You know, I offer a buffet. You get to take what feels supportive and leave what doesn't behind. So here's some buffet servings for you. (laughs) Assumptions that support us with parenting our teens, with getting out of the way, with not taking things personally, and with staying curious and non-judgmental. Those are the assumptions we're going to talk about today. Okay. Sounds dreamy, right? They come from the book, Parenting a Teen with Intense Emotions, DBT Skills that Help Your Teen Navigate Emotional and Behavioral Challenges by Pat Harvey and Britt Rathbone. You've heard me talk a lot about DBT, dialectic behavioral therapy here on the show. My daughter even came on and we talked about our experience in a DBT program and how it was for us in episode 252. If you want to go back and listen to that, check it out if you haven't already. So yeah, so two useful assumptions for parenting adolescents. So shout out to my Living Joyful Courage membership mamas. We dove deep into this on our last call and it was a really rich discussion. I'm just going to give you a little a little bite-sized piece of um, what we played around with on that call. So first assumption that I want you to try on, imagine looking through, looking out of as a lens, okay? First assumption, your teen is doing the best they can in the moment, and so are you. Your teen is doing the best they can in the moment, and so are you. What happens when you live as though this assumption is true? What happens when this is the lens that you see your teen and tween out of? Your teen is doing the best they can in the moment, and so are you. I want you to really sit with that statement and consider the power that it has. Your teen is doing the best they can in the moment, and so are you. Many parents I work with feel as though their child could be doing better, that their teen just doesn't care. I remember being so frustrated and feeling like my child simply wanted to sit around and do nothing all day, that she wasn't trying hard enough to get out into the world, to get out of her mood, right? Our frustration and sometimes desperation leads us to thoughts and beliefs about our kids that turn into and fuel action that isn't useful or sometimes is hurtful and can really damage connection and relationship. So when trying on, your teen is doing the best they can in the moment and so are you, there's room to pause. There's room for empathy and compassion. There is space to get curious about their experience. 
we approach things differently from this lens and the energy can shift. The energy has the opportunity to be different when we hold that our teens are doing the best they can in the moment. This podcast is sponsored by Factor. Are you old enough to remember TV dinners? They came in those tin trays and each part of the meal had its own little compartment. I remember eating those and watching Happy Days, followed by Three's Company, maybe a little Laverne and Shirley. I am that old. Well, the situation has been totally upgraded by Factor. Factor makes delicious, ready-to-eat meals. And unlike those quick meals of the past, every Meal from Factor is fresh, never frozen, chef crafted, dietitian approved, and ready to go in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including meals that are calorie smart, protein plus, and keto if that's your thing. Also, there's more than 60 add ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. In my last order, we got red chicken chili tamale bowls and Italian sausage pizza casserole, as well as other delicious meals that my family loved. Plus there's breakfast and smoothies and all sorts of other add-ons to make life simpler while also keeping it healthy. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast premium options with no cooking required. Sign up and save. They've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. Right now, head to factormeals.com slash joyful50 and use code joyful50 to get 50% off. That's code joyful50 at factormeals.com slash joyful50 to get 50% off. Hey there, I'm Debbie Reber, the founder of Tilt Parenting and the author of the book Differently Wired. The mission of Tilt is to change the way neurodivergence whether that's having a learning disability, having ADHD, being gifted, autistic, or some combination of all of the above, is perceived and experienced so differently wired kids and the parents like us raising them can truly thrive. On the Tilt Parenting Podcast, I get to talk with authors, therapists, educators, and parenting experts who are committed to this mission. I ask the questions my listeners are most curious about when it comes to supporting our kids. And in turn, my guests share strategies for challenges, out-of-the-box ideas for navigating school, best practices for therapies, tips for advocating, and so many thoughtful insights on what it really takes to help our kids grow up feeling seen and respected so they can create awesome lives for themselves. I know that raising a differently wired kid can feel overwhelming and isolating, but I promise you, you are not alone and it can feel so much better. If you're on this parenting journey, come listen to Tilt Parenting. Together, we can shift this paradigm and show up for our exceptional kids with hope, possibility, and joy. You know, there are days when we're killing it, right? Days when we are super productive and engaging, upbeat, and available to the people around us. Then there are days that are less like that, right? Maybe we're distracted by a big project that needs to get done. Maybe we didn't sleep well. Maybe we're having a hard time in one of our relationships. Those days, we aren't as engaging or upbeat. And maybe we show up a bit snappier and more short-tempered. Our behavior is influenced by our emotions, our moods, and some days are better than others. This is true for us, and it's true for our kids. 
what happens and what becomes available when we believe that we are doing the best we can in the moment. Now notice, I'm not saying we are at our best in the moment, but we are doing the best we can in the moment. They, our teenagers, are doing the best they can in the moment with the limited skills and life experiences that they have. You know, I know some of you are listening and thinking, I don't know. I don't know, Casey. I think my kid could be doing a lot better. Or, yeah, you know, I think my kid really, truly doesn't really care. And I am here to challenge those beliefs. Okay. I'm here to challenge those beliefs and to invite you to challenge those beliefs as well. Even if it's just for the sake of playing around and trying something new right? Because my guess is if you're feeling pushback, if you're feeling resistance to this idea, my guess is you've been frustrated for a long time. Remember, our teens have a lot going on in their lives, even the ones that seemingly never leave their room or put down their phone all day. They are consuming information about the world that is overwhelming and hard to make sense of. They're watching adults misbehave They're navigating relationships with peers who are equally as overwhelmed and they're trying to make sense of it. They're trying to make sense of the world, of their role in it, figuring out who they are and looking for what the purpose is, right? Their purpose, the purpose of life. They're having some deep thoughts. Our teens run the gamut of depressed, disillusioned, enthusiastic, engaged, driven, defeated, motivated, confused. They're feeling all the things. They're feeling all the things. When we can hold them in the space that they're doing the best they can in the moment, we're giving them a lifeline, an opportunity to be seen in all of it and shifting how we are in relationship with them. What do you think about that? Are you willing to play with that? To see what happens when you hold them in that kind of space. I'm excited to hear what happens. And you might find that it's not easy. Yes, 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 yes. It's not easy. It's a new way of thinking about, maybe it might be for you a new way of of considering your teenager. And those old ways of thinking, they hang on for dear life. So it'll take some practice and some repetition to get there, but I really encourage you to get there and see what it opens up. The second assumption that I want to share with you is that your teen may not have caused their problems, but only they can solve it. Only they can solve it. Your teen may not have caused their problems, but only they can solve it. Only they can solve their problems. Man, oh man. This one hit home for me. And I'm guessing that it did for you too. To me, this speaks into my favorite mantra that you've heard me say before, fiercely committed, lovingly detached. Fiercely committed, lovingly detached. Here's the deal. There's so much in our kids' lives that they can't control. There's so much uncertainty, their class schedule, their evolving friendships, disappointments, the weather, 
so much, not to mention the freaking pandemic, right? And everything that is coming with that. Maybe there are mental health issues that have gotten in the way of following through and showing up to their lives well, right? Regardless of what's going on for your child, what challenges they are facing, the problems that are getting them down, they are the only ones who can solve those problems. They're the only ones that can create change in their lives. (sighs) Damn, let that sink in for a moment. And again, remember, we're trying this on, we're feeling it out. It is true that we parents can and should get the resources that our teens need, right? We need to reach out, set things up, create an environment that's supportive, right? That's the fiercely committed piece. I'm going to set up a team for you that's going to look out for you, that's going to be useful to you, that you can lean on, that will be available to you. But the reality is, that it's up to the teen to decide to solve their problems. It is up to the teen to decide to change, right? And this is the place where loving, lovingly detached shows up, right? Sometimes their timeline isn't the same as ours, right? And I know, because I hear from so many of you, I see you in the Joyful Courage for Parents of Teens Facebook group talking about this. So many of you, in the community talk about knowing that therapy would be really useful for your child, but they are unwilling to go. Or you've got a teen that you know is just going through the motions and and working the system and saying what they need to say, but aren't really willing to do the work to make change in their life. I have lived through this too. It took many years for my teen to not only connect with a therapist, but be willing to implement the tools they were being offered to change the experience they were having in life. I was ready for her to enthusiastically participate back in 2018, but it took a few years for her to be a willing and active participant in creating the life she wanted. In fact, she talks about this on the podcast that we did together. The idea that it was all up to her was too much to hold for a while. And once she realized that it was empowering to be the one that got to make the change and make an active difference in her life, she was able to do that. And it took time, right? More time than I would have liked for it to take. Your teen may not have caused their problems, but only they can solve it. How about we hold this assumption as an invitation to let go of all that responsibility we're holding around? We are the ones that we have to fix our child's problem. What does it feel like to let go of that energetic responsibility? We're still, they're advocates, yeah, We're still reaching out, finding resources, looking for outside help. Absolutely. But at the end of the day, it is up to your teen to be willing to change, to be willing to take advantage of what you are setting up for them. 
Hi there, I'm Andrea Owen, self-help author with 19 translations of my books, global keynote speaker, and life coach. My podcast, Make Some Noise, has been serving up self-help in a simple-to-digest way for the last decade. The topics brought in each episode are practical and easy to implement around topics such as working through fears that keep you stuck, different modalities of therapy, managing your negative self-talk, and more. We bring you guest experts, solo episodes, and I even coach listeners on the air around relatable struggles. I also do my best to weave my sense of humor into some heavy topics because let's face it, life can be pretty hard and it's so much better when we can have some fun while walking through our challenges. Whether you're seasoned in personal development or just starting out, Make Some Noise podcast will help you become the best version of yourself, the person you're proud of when you look in the mirror and show up in your life. Simply search Make Some Noise with Andrea Owen wherever you you listen to your podcasts. Lynn, this time of year, parenting can be such a fluster clucks. You've come to the right place. I'm Lynn Lyons, and I've been treating anxious families for over 30 years. I'm Lynn's sister-in-law and co-host Robin Hudson. Join us for Fluster Clucks, a podcast for parents who worry. Wait, that's everybody. Yeah, these last few years have felt like one long anxiety attack for so many. Why do you think parents are always surprised that a podcast about anxiety relates to them, even if no one in their house has an anxiety disorder? Well, worry is human. Everyone does it. And anxiety shows up when we face uncertainty. All the parenting tips you've taught me have been essential. I love to break it down into skills we need to manage worry in our families. We've covered so many topics, depression, burnout, meltdowns, perfectionism. Don't forget scary mothers-in-law. Right, but of course that's not my mother-in-law. Because that's my mother. And a listener. As a psychotherapist, I like to teach parents and kids how to respond to everyday moments in healthy ways. Managing anxiety really can be taught. It really can. And I'll even tell you what to say. We talk about serious stuff, but without being too serious. Anxiety wants everything serious. Anxiety doesn't stand a chance when we're laughing, even about the tough stuff. And, you know, here's the really annoying part. (laughs) Some of our kids, they're going to take their problems and their challenges into adulthood. And that will be when the willingness to do their work shows up. And I'm here to say that isn't a parent fail, my friends. That is their journey. Just like the work that we, that you and I are doing, have done in our adult life, has been a part of our journey, right? I think we get this, we hold this idea that it's our job, you know, and it's our responsibility to make sure that once our kids launch, they are, they have all the life skills and all the tools and are well-adjusted and mentally sound and balanced and emotionally available and all the things, as they step out into the world. And all of those things, yes, we want to create space for them. We want to provide opportunities for them to flex those muscles. Absolutely, 100%. We need to do our work to show up as healthy as we can be to model these things for them. And all those things can happen, but their ongoing development happens well after they leave our house, okay? They're going to have more to learn, more to do, more to work through, more to process. And for some kids, that's actually what it's going to take is that real life experience of, damn, I got to get my shit together. 
because now I'm on my own. And really there isn't anyone else to blame but me. So it's not a fail, right? You get to keep showing up just like you have been, but you also get to release that energetic responsibility that it's all up to you, right? Continue to encourage them, continue to validate, to listen deeply for understanding and show up for them with all the love you've got, but let go of the idea that it's your job to solve all of their problems. What do you think? Two assumptions, two assumptions to play around with this week and integrate, well, long this week and beyond, right? And integrate into your parenting practice to see what unfolds. Your teens are doing the best they can in the moment and so are you. And your teen may not have caused their problems, but only they can solve them. Let me know what you think and how it feels to try these on. And remember, If you're listening to the podcast and looking for deeper support with what's going on with your teen, I'm your gal. You can book a 15-minute explore call with me to see if one-on-one coaching is the right fit for you. You can check out the online summits that I've got or sign up for the parenting teens with positive discipline class happening later in the spring. I have got you covered. Head over to besproutable.com slash teens to find out more. Have a beautiful week, my friends. There you have it, another solo show in the bag, and I hope you took away value, my friend. If you have any questions, you can reach out to me at Casey at joyfulcourage.com. I read every single email that comes my way. If you loved the show, please show your support by writing a review wherever you listen to podcasts and help our impact grow. Thank you to the team at Sproutable for your backend help and Chris at podshaper.com for your stellar editing. Don't forget the parent educator training that starts February 14th. I am so honored that you listen each week. We are all doing the best we can in the moment. That includes you. Have a beautiful week. See you Thursday with episode two of Becoming Sproutable, the limited series. So good. All right. Love ya. Bye. Well, hey there, busy mama. Are you looking for ways to make your life easier, your home less chaotic, and at the same time, add more joy to your life? My name is Deanna Yates, and I'm the host of Wanna Be Clutter Free, a podcast all about letting go of the stuff we don't need in our lives so that we can focus on what truly matters. Don't worry, I'm not going to tell you to throw it all away or make you feel guilty about keeping something you love, no matter how many other people don't quite understand it but I will give you practical and more importantly, actionable advice so that you can make progress right away. And you won't just hear it from me. There are amazing guests too. It's like having your bestie in your pocket, telling you it's okay to let go of the things that are not serving you and your family in a totally non-judgmental way. So join me over on the podcast where we can work on progress over perfection for those of us that want to be clutter-free.